This is my tribe. 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 tribe. What's up? Welcome to the Tribe Night Messages podcast. Tribe Night is for students who are curious about faith and eager to discover how a relationship with Jesus could change their lives, their schools, and the heartland. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at cstone.students or text tribe to 94000. Hope you enjoy the message. What's up? What's up, guys? How are we doing tonight? How's everyone? It's been a whole week since we last saw your shining faces. Good. Shiny and beautiful faces. Shiny and beautiful for sure. Um, yeah, it's we're dragging along here. Yeah, we're doing celebrating seniors. Yeah, so shout out to none of them who are currently on. Um, <laughs> Get out of here. They're out partying or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, welcome to Tribe Night Online. Mm-hmm. If you're watching on Facebook, the best way to interact with us is to go to cstonestudents.link forward slash info to be sure to hop on Zoom. I was going to say to hop on one link. But hop, on li- hop on live on Zoom. That's what I'm saying. And that would be the best way for you to interact with what we have going on today. So yeah, we've been celebrating seniors for the last week. Um, so proud of these seniors and all that you've accomplished and proud of everyone that helped you get to where you are. You did it. You did it. You graduated high school. You did something like that. Now do something with your life. Right. You can't go past. You got to go past just graduating high school. Yeah. You I don't know. Become the president or something. <laughs> I dare you. Wait, you got to wait till you're about 35, but that's okay. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, you, sh- you should become president all of them at the same time. Yes. Um, so we're excited about what we have planned tonight. And we're going to start off how we start off every week by giving away some money. And by money, I mean a gift card, an electronic gift card to... Sometimes better than money. Which is sometimes better than money, unless your parents steal it from you. True. Um, so we're going to... Throw it back to two months ago when this whole pandemic started. Can you believe it's been two months? Actually, it's been longer than two months now. I mean, it it doesn't feel like it's been two months. It does feel like it to me. Like I feel like it's kind of like flown by, but it's because like I've been sleeping so much. Probably mm-hmm. that's probably why I have to feel like it's been two months. I just slept through it all. Right for me, it's one of those like I'm so tired of Zoom and digital mm-hmm. things. And yes, I think you guys are tired of it as well. Yes, no, maybe. Yes, I am so, ready to see people. Right, even the people I don't like, they already <laughs> see them. <laughs> ready to see everyone. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 interesting because I'm over it. Like I'm, I've been over it. Um, <laughs> I love seeing people and giving hugs and high fives and making fun of people to their faces instead of online. Um, and so I can't do any of those things. Yeah. I think you can see Zach Underwood, who's also not on, at this little graduation parade. Same. So I got to make fun of him and his face. Yeah. I drove by. He gave me a cookie. Did you get a cookie? I think I didn't get a cookie. Simeon got a cookie. Oh, okay. Well, I, I had a limited number of cookies. Oh, so I took I one. Yeah. didn't get one. Yeah, he asked if I wanted one. I said yes. I, they gave some. <laughs> As they were handing it to him, they're like, is it okay for him to have a cookie? I was like, I guess you've already given it to him. 
They were good. They were good. I, I don't know if they were homemade, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, was it Dosi? I don't know. Dosi Dose? <laughs> Isn't that a cookie made by Girl Scouts? Girl Scouts. I don't even know if they sold cookies this year. I don't know. They got their cookies in right before COVID happened. I think that's, what happened. that's perfect timing. Perfect timing for the Girl Scouts. So, yeah, we are over this digital thing as much as you guys are over this digital thing. So, no, we're in it with you. We're trying to plan ways for all of us to hang out while not breaking the law. Yeah, that post made my heart hurt a little. I'm like, I miss my people. I miss yeah. seeing those guys. I miss Layton with his broken pinky. Yes, I wish he was better. That is better when his pinky was broken. <laughs> Something about it was just magical. <laughs> um, so for those of you who are joining us, thank you for those of you who are going to catch it on the podcast. If you didn't know we had a podcast, we have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Anywhere you can get podcasts. Apple, Spotify, anywhere. Podcast.com. I don't know if that's <laughs> Podcast.com is a thing. We also have a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. so you can catch it on YouTube. And maybe we'll start producing some funny YouTube content. Yeah, just become famous YouTubers, yeah. and then we'll get rid of this whole Zoom stuff. Yeah, we'll become famous <laughs> YouTubers and then quit working at the church because we'll be too famous for you guys. Yes, we'll make our own church, basically. YouTube church. Thank you, Maddie, for subscribing. <laughs> if I had gold stars, you would get some of them because you, you get are our, an A1 since day one, mm-hmm. since last year when I got here. So we're going to play a game because we're done rambling. And my head hurts. Anyone else, like, head starts hurting when it's, like, bad weather outside? Yes. Colton raised his hand. I don't. Colton, maybe, feels, maybe, like, you can feel it. Like, yeah, I can feel the happen. pressure. Um, so I was taking a shower when the big thunder uh, hit West Frankfurt, and I thought the house was falling down. <laughs> like, I literally screamed. We gotta go. We gotta go to Mara. <laughs> right. The house is going down. Either that or studio was tearing down the house. I don't know what was happening. But it was just thunder, apparently. And then, like, five minutes later, it stopped raining. I was so What's the game? Okay, Abby, I get it. You (laughs) want us to stop yapping. We're going to get to the game, Mm -hmm. Abby. (laughs) The game we're going to play is the game that we played the very first week that we all were quarantined. And it's a game where you run around your house like a... Home hunt. Home hunt. You run around your house. You run around your house. Trying to find things in your house, and the winner will receive a fifteen dollar Amazon fifteen thousand dollar gift. And your odds are pretty great today because there's not a lot of people actually signed on live, and not everyone's using their video either. Right. So if you want to participate in the game, you have to have your video and audio on so that we can see and or hear you. And we'll get started here. Um, should we let the leader participate? Yeah, leader. She can participate, too. Leader, participate and take this money from the kids. Yeah. Here's <laughs> from Amazon. So here we go with our first item. Are we playing? I don't know what we can do. Let's yeah, just fill it out. Here we go. I mean, we got low numbers. We'll see. Sock with a hole. Sock with a hole. So the first person who brings us a sock with a hole in it. Maybe you're wearing it. Yeah. Or maybe you just need to take your sock off and put a hole in it. (laughs) Rip a hole in it. I feel like, uh, yeah, sock with a hole. That's kind of a trick question because all socks have holes. You're right. (laughs) So maybe if you grab a regular sock, you might win. 
gosh, the spit skeletons. It's killing no me. No one has to talk for the whole day. They are all doing really well. Oh, <laughs> Aubrey. Aubrey. We'll give it to you, Aubrey. Oh. Aubrey gets one point. Aubrey's stealing the first Stop one. with the hole. We got it. Aubrey won. She got it already. Oh. Aubrey was <laughs> wearing one. So couch. Yeah. Aubrey didn't leave her couch. <laughs> she hadn't left her couch in two months. <laughs> That's a lot. I started working. <laughs> All right. Here we go. The next one is going to be... Something that belongs to one of your parents. Uh, Take their credit cards. I heard Abby, but I don't see Abby. What is that, Abby? A plane. Got it. In plane. It's a hand. What? Hold it up, hon. What is that? Abby? Got it. Oh, right. pain. your wife painted. Oh, it's a hand. What? I like that pain, Colton. I don't know what it painted. It was a little bit behind. Got it. So. Yeah, my mom bought it. Is there a delay? <laughs> okay, Abby, we'll give you that point. Although, I like the hustle I was saying. Let's see. Next thing is... A shampoo bottle. Oh, Abby, you're just killing it. Why? <laughs> All right, peeps. The next item is. I can't screw them. Fridge magnets. I want to see your fridge magnets. Who has a fridge magnet? Got I got one. Oh, Tyler. Tyler coming in. Got one. At Alaska fridge magnet. Tyler, I didn't even know you were here. <laughs> yeah, well, I just turned my videos on, so. Okay. To each their own. So, here we go. Tyler has one. Aubrey has one. Abby has two. Let's see what else we have on here. Toilet seat. A toilet seat. Hopefully none of you are watching Got the it. while in the toilet. Got it. Maddie has it. Got it. We'll go Maddie. Good job, Maddie. We'll give you the point. Here we go. Next item. Bottle of mustard. A bottle of mustard. Got it. Got it. Oh, we were so close. I don't know who was first. It was Maddie. Was Maddie. Was it Maddie? Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Maddie, back to back. So we got Maddie with two, Abby with two, Aubrey with one, and Tyler with one. And we never said what we were going to, so we can go to four. We're gonna, go to, we're gonna go to four. four. Why not? Why not? I gotta Let's go to four. We did. 
It's just also delicious. ketchup is far superior than mustard, in my opinion. I don't like cheap ketchup because it just tastes like tomatoes and sugar and sugar. Stuffed animals. Found Stuffed it. Found oh, it. Maddie was quick with it. Maddie, have a llama. Maddie, did you take that from your sister? She just ripped um, out her hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. All right. Here we go. This may be the last one, depending on if Maddie is fast enough. Let's see. It's going to be I found it. Okay. Amy, come here. I got You're it. Okay. Got, got it. Got it. Oh, I think Colton actually got that one. Cause that dog hopped out of nowhere. It's right there. With her. Right. He was just laying there. The dog right. What is happening? Colton, I love your pup. Awesome. Thanks, so, you, You're welcome. Look at that puppy. Um, let's see. that has a chip in it. Computer chip, <laughs> potato chip, um, I don't know other chips. Maybe actually there's a oh, chip. Oh, Heather. 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 Hi there. Oh, Welcome to the game. Congratulations. <laughs> you have a point. So glad you're here. Awesome. Let's see. What do we have next? Like, this is actually going a lot longer than I was expecting. <laughs> I'm winning. I was neck and neck. It's competitive tonight. Very. Favorite book. Your favorite book. This better be the Bible. Got it! Got it. Heather was first again. Because she's just sitting there at her desk with a chipped cup and her favorite book. Yep. Perfect. That's how I like to spend my Sunday afternoon. Then her favorite Zoom call. Then her favorite Zoom call. I like the way you threw that in there. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hammer. A hammer. The first person that brings us a hammer. Stop. Hammer time. We got it. We got it. Got it. Uh, Maddie. So that would be Maddie, and we were going for. So Maddie wins. Maddie is our winner. Congratulations, Maddie, on winning the $15 Amazon gift card. Big money. Don't spend it all in one place, except you might have to because <laughs> Amazon's. You might just spend some on shipping, too. Yeah. If it's not free. If you don't have Prime, you know? Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. I don't think I have Amazon Prime, but I usually spend enough where I just get it free anyway. So, Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right, so we're going to watch a tribe moment, which, by the way, if you want to do one, we are in need of tribe moments. Yes, so we are in dire need. We're going to watch a tribe moment and then the bumper for this month, and we'll get on with the lesson so I can get on to my dinner. <laughs> so Get my eating on. Get my eating on. Stand by. Shit.
is I'm Mason Curley. I'm a junior from Vine High School. And for my try moment, I just want to share uh, a little over six years ago, my father passed away to an overdose. And when that happened, I turned away from God. And like, I still went to church because I was in fifth grade. I had no option. I was with my family. But I would just zone it out. I was like, God hates me. I'm going to hate him back, which is an awful thing to say. But I was like, he hates me. I'm going to hate him back. I'm not going to listen to anything people say about him. I was like, none of it's true. He doesn't love he doesn't love all of us because he hates me, so how's that possible? And, you know, honestly, I, I started getting back into it, like, my freshman year of high school, but, like, I just wasn't, like, interested, it seemed like. Like, I wanted to be, but I just couldn't get myself to be interested. And that lasted all the way up until this year, honestly. And I saw that one of my teammates, Lane Ross, was starting to get really into religion. And I saw what he was doing for me. It was turning him around. He was automatically becoming a better person, you know, a better teammate on the basketball court. Uh, he was losing, like, his anger issues that he had had before in basketball games. Like, you know, he's been a lot more calm, walking away from situations. And that really, like, like set out to me. Like, I noticed that right away, and I was like, I want to be like him. I want to turn my life around. I know it's possible because he just did it. And, like, I, that made me realize that it wasn't too late. And... So I actually reached out to him. We, you know, we had to talk about it, and you know, he was talking about how he did it, and I found out that him and one of my other teammates, Elijah Wright, were going to Tribe Night, and they reached out to me and asked if I wanted to go one night. And honestly, that was like one of the most like impactful moments of my life, right there, just going to that Tribe Night and meeting TiVo. Uh, I don't think I talked to Luke on that first day, but you know, meeting TiVo and just listening to the service and everyone there was like so nice. And that's when I realized that, like, I just wanted to get back into religion. So, like, if any of you guys feel like it's too late, just reach out to a friend, help, you know, go to church with them, something, because it's never too late to get back into religion and have God save you. Thank you. All right, so number one, Mason, thank you for sharing your tribe moment. Um, I love hearing you guys' stories and just seeing how God is working through your life and, you know, doing great things. Everyone has a story. Uh, the Bible actually tells us that we will overcome evil by the words of our testimony or the story of what God did through us and to us and by the blood of Jesus himself. And so... Your story is extremely important. That's why we've been doing Tribe Moments because what we've been hearing back from parents and other students is that these stories are literally changing people's lives. So everyone has a story and I wanna encourage you if you haven't shared your Tribe Moment or your testimony or how God's doing something great in your life, I wanna encourage every single one of you that's watching you to do it, including you, Layton, who when we ask you, you say you have nothing to talk about. <laughs> True. 
I think you have a lot to talk about. You have a metal bar in your chest. I mean, that's miraculous in my True. opinion. True. And I occasionally hit you and forget you have it. And then, and then you want to hurt me. <laughs> but it's okay because you're tiny and I'm bigger than you. So I can take you. Um, most days. Anytime, anywhere. Marion Park, 7 p.m. tomorrow. Marion Park? I don't know. I never, I never, I never even been to Marion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're from Sessor. Sessy. Where the custard stand Custard stand, not open, but they said they're getting stuff together. Like I saw like quarts and pints of ice cream. Guess what is open? They are excited. Some frozen ice cream stand or something. I don't know what it's called, but is it, it all ice cream frozen? I guess. <laughs> well, no, because if ice cream melts, it's not frozen. Ooh, true, true. And it's called a milkshake. Oh, I like milkshake. Is it shakies? It might be shakies. I think it is shakies. Um, I I just drove by and there were a bunch of people with no mask on. And so I was like, look, they're not social distancing. <laughs> I was like, if you're eating ice cream, you don't have to socially distance. I'm not the CDC, so don't go tell your parents I said that. So you do have to social distance no matter what. And that's your rebel. And then you do what you want. Like Shakey's, who's open. All rulers are supposed to be closed. Shakey's, fight the power. <laughs> I think that's their slogan. <laughs> uh, so if you were here last week we just hopped on real quick and we talked about what we were doing to celebrate our moms um and this week or in the week before that we started a new series called love hate because we all know that we occasionally love to hate on people um and that america there's like acts that you can just hate on people and so we were talking about the big picture of what does it look like if we switch our love I mean, our hate and start loving people to begin with. So the first week we talked about let love win, basically. Mm -hmm. Let love be your filter. So through everything that you look through, let love lead the way. So this, oh wait, that's what we're talking about this week. Mm -hmm. What did we talk about the first week? We talked about how we're going to be all about love. Yes. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Love. It's about love. Love. It's about love and not hate. Love. When I said (laughs) love, I was reminded of the princess bride when it goes, marriage. (laughs) Yeah, some of you will get that, some of you will not. Um, anyways, so have you ever felt thankful that one of your friends gave you a heads up about something that was happening, even if it was awkward for them? So, yeah, so like the times that come to my mind is like when you have something in your teeth and you're like, hey, man, there's something in your teeth, you look dumb right now, or um, hey, your zipper's undone. Like, I want people to tell me that, and I'm going to tell people that. So, those kind of like conversations when they come up, they don't make me feel weird or awkward. I'm just like, hey, that's on you. Even as a stranger, I'll just be like, hey, you're like something's wrong here. And I'll help you out. I am the opposite. I absolutely hate <laughs> it. I feel like if someone, someone, like I love when, I feel awkward when people are like, hey, you have something on your face. I feel even more awkward if I have to tell someone they have something in their teeth. Or the worst one is like, if someone's zipper is undone and you're like, someone should really tell them their zipper's undone. But if you tell them your zipper's undone, then they could be like, why are you looking? And I'm like, I don't know. Why is your zipper undone? Yeah, it's like, I was looking through the zipper's undone. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we used to pick on each other in high school because We've all that. done it. We've all not accidentally touched up, probably. I don't know. I know. I have. That's a bold statement. We all have. We all. All together. That reminds me of the... That's why sweatpants are the best. Or better than jeans. They don't have zippers. <laughs> I, I guess that could be a solution if you're having different problems wear sweatpants. Um, but I feel awkward telling people that things are wrong. Um, one time we were driving down the interstate. This happens a lot. Like, I want to be the vigilante. Maybe that's the wrong word. 
But like when people have their gas tank open, like I'm like waving at people like, hey, your gas tank open. And I hate it when they're just like, oh, hey, it's good to see you. And they're just keep driving like whatever. I don't think your car can blow up because of that, but it just looks weird. It looks weird. Like that needs to be shut. Yeah. That's not how that was made. Um, yeah. So I think most of us sometimes feel awkward about it. If you're Luke, you just feel awkward and you do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's like, whatever. If, if I if it was me, like, if I had something in my teeth, write something, like, in my beard or my hair, like, I want you to tell me. So I'm not just, like, looking around, walking around looking silly. Like, right. I want to be told. So if someone else is bad and feels like, hey, you got something on your face, it's right here. Like, just get it. They get it real quick. You know, like, it's not that big deal. Get it off. Yeah. So let's wrestle with this question for a little bit. Have you ever felt like you should really say something to someone else, but you weren't sure how to go about saying it. So maybe it's talking to a friend about a relationship that they're in and it's just bad news there. It's like, this relationship's not good. You know you shouldn't be in it. It's not good for you. It's not good for them. All of us are talking about it behind your back, but no one wants to say it to your face. Or maybe it's confronting someone about a decision that they're making lately and they're not doing it great. Like they keep skipping tribe night online and you need to call them out. Um, kind of like what JC did a couple weeks ago to our Mel Friday, she's like, in our group message, she's like, hey, guys, been missing you on Tribe Night Online. Step up your game. And it was awesome. It was. And I was like, I've been here every week. I don't know who you're talking to. Uh, so, or maybe it's speaking up about something that you know is going on that might get someone in trouble. Um, this was a hard one for me. Like, when I think back through my high school years, or even now, like, if I knew someone was doing something um, and I had the ability to talk to them about it and it was trouble like it made it even worse like yeah. it was like oh crap how um how how do i bring this up without being awkward yeah because you don't want to it doesn't you don't want to make it like seem like a snitch right but you're like i also want to like love and care for you in the best way possible right i also don't want you to die because you're sneaking out of your second story bedroom window to go see your boyfriend yeah <laughs> Yeah, not talking about anyone in particular. I mean, if that hits you in the chest, that's between you and Jesus. So speaking up in situations like that can oftentimes be extremely difficult. And I don't think anyone on the call will say that, oh, that's easy. I just love tearing people down. Maybe they do. High school Tebow did sometimes. Uh, but deep down, I just wanted people to love me, basically. So we usually just avoid the conversation altogether. And why do we avoid the conversation together? Maybe we don't want to ruin a friendship or make someone mad. Um, a lot of times we don't call out our friends when they're doing dumb stuff because we just don't want to ruin the friendship. Um, I remember one of my best friends um, started dating this girl. I know no one's ever heard this story before, um, like in your personal life, but a guy or a girl start dating and they are in your friend group and then all of a sudden you never see them anymore. It's like they only see each other and then they break up and then they wonder why no one's there for them. <laughs> Because you don't have any more friends. Because you lost all your friends. <laughs> like, so I remember having to talk to one of my best friends, like, hey, dude, um, all of us noticed that you're spending all your time with this girl and you're never hanging out with us. And he didn't take it too well, but I did it. And it was awkward. And then we didn't talk for life to you. <laughs> but well, now we're good friends. You weren't allowed to after that. <laughs> right. She told him, don't you talk to him. Basically, that's <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> you said that before? <laughs> Maybe we're doing or have done the same thing in the past so we don't feel like we have the right to say anything. So maybe we feel like we're a hypocrite because we're trying to call someone out on something that we used to do. Mm -hmm. um, 
or maybe we don't think the other person will listen. Or lastly, maybe we just don't know what to say or how to say it. I know a lot of times when I'm trying to say something to someone, I wrestle with finding the perfect words so that I'm not miscommunicating what I'm trying to say to them. Because I never want to come off as like, I'm judging you, but sometimes I am judging you, but I don't want you to know. <laughs> I'm judging you with love. With love. <laughs> I'm choosing love over hate. And so for some reason, the, op- the situation is opposite. You have no problem telling people exactly how you see. So what we mean by that is like a lot of people, um, parents right now, is it okay to say hashtag okay boomer? Um, They're like calling out everything that's wrong right now. But when it's other things that aren't necessarily political, they're quiet. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we don't have a problem telling people exactly how we see it. Um, we're not shy about speaking up at all. The problem with that is if we're not always speaking in love or not speaking in ways that people will listen, they'll just start to tune us out. Um, if you ever wrestle with any of this stuff, the good news is you're not alone. We've all been there. We all know what it feels like to know what we need to say, but not how we need to say it. Yet we find ourselves unsure of how we can communicate it, how do we say this to our friend without them getting mad? How do we say this to our parents without them getting mad? How do we navigate these things we call relationships? So what if we could learn a way to approach difficult conversations? Here's the thing. No one wants to be known as a hater. And as we were preparing this, I was thinking through like famous people that love being known as a hater. Um, Like I feel like low key Nicki Minaj likes being known as a hater. and uh, Kanye West. Kanye West. He's a good hater. He's a good hater. Uh, well, pre-Jesus, Kanye West. Pre-Jesus. Now he's... Now he's simmered down. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's not what I love. He's like, over. Taylor Swift, you're all right. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> we left T-Swift. She's doing a concert tonight on ABC. You're welcome, Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, I'll take my payment when you see this. I'll movie. take it. Um, so when it comes to being a friend who looks out for others, how do we make sure we handle everything the right way. I think it's I think it's always hard to say we're like we're gonna handle this the right way. But I think often in the Bible we see that there might not be this perfect way, but there's also this best way. And that's always in love. And so last week we talked or well, two weeks ago we talked about being all about love and how everyone wants to be all about love. Like even if you're a tough guy or like you're this trendy person, like you want to be known as very loving and caring. And Paul he is one of these people that I you just see as a loving person because in everything he does, he does a lot of love. And a lot of things he does is write letters. And so he wrote a letter to Galatia, and uh, you can read it in the book of Galatians, but which is actually now modern-day Turkey. I did not know that, yep. but now I do. But so Galatia... Now you beat me up, you're going to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh he was writing to them and just speaking out of love and teaching them what they should do in certain situations. So if we look at Galatians chapter six, verse one, he says, dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. So that verse right there is just pretty Pretty powerful in the words of, hey, 
you're on the right track and you're seeing a friend that's stumbling and falling and keeps going back into sin and they're, they can't get past it. But you, you're the strong one in this. So you should go over there and help them. And so, in other words, he's saying you and I should actually go further than just saying a nice, kind word to them. Be like, hey, you're doing all right. Like, you're not doing the right things, but I, I know you can be better. Or I know God wants best for you. But actually walking it out with them. Like picking up a, a guy or a girl when they're down and like being like, hey, I'm here whenever you need something. I'm going to help you get past this sin that you're, that you're struggling with. So, and it's not, it's a thing like we were talking about, like we're not coming down to judge these people, but Paul is trying to stress like, Hey, we got to be gentle with this. We got to be humble with this. And once we do this, people are going to come to us and be like, okay, I I understand that you're here to actually help me. You're not going to be here to um, be rude or, uh, be judgmental because you're coming gently and humbly. And so uh, in Galatians 6, 2, we see share each other's burdens and this, oh, this way, obey the law of Christ. So let's think about it this way. If you're in the gym and you're working out and you're like, all right, I'm going to put a bunch of weight on here and someone needs to spot you. So you're like, Hey, I need someone to get behind me. So I'm like, say we're bench pressing, like, hey, get behind me. And if I drop this weight, you're here to help me out. So that's kind of like what's happening here. You're carrying this weight and you you can't get it off your chest. So you keep failing. So we have to be over there watching them, guiding them, helping them, helping it pull off their chest, letting them know like, hey, you're not alone in this. Yes, this weight might feel heavy right now, but you can't do it alone, but we can do it together. And so uh, Paul cared deeply about Galatia and the people of there. And he, and this is why he wrote what he did and why he wrote Galatians, because he knew that the most loving thing he could do isn't always the easiest thing he could do. So uh, he knew he owed it to speak up and speak in love and speak in kindness and speak humbly because he knew that, you know, this ain't easy, but it's going to be the best thing I can do for them. Speak, you know, blessings in their lives, speak um, kindness in their life. And I think that's a part that I know I struggle with. I, I can like get very narrow minded. Like, okay, I want to work on myself. I'm going to be even better than I was yesterday. And instead it's like, Hey, look around. Your friends are hurting. My friends are hurting and they need a helping hand. Like you're doing well right now. And maybe you don't think you're doing well, but you could be doing a lot better than your friend. And you need to be, and it says in there, be careful not to fall into the same temptations that they're falling into, but to help them out. And, and by no means are we saying, you know what, someone is struggling with this uh, huge sin and you should just jump all in. Go into somebody's life that you know well and know that you can help with and rely not on yourself, but in God. Because if we're relying, relying on ourselves and all this, then we're going to fail every single time. So when helping out a friend, pray about it. You know, uh, come at it in kindness. Come at it humbly and encourage them along the way. Because they're going to get down on themselves. They're going to want to give up and be like, you know what? I'm just never going to overcome the sin. But we we have to have that constant encouragement. And my encouragement to you is have those hard conversations. Push towards them. And we think if, hey, if I don't talk to this person's life, then I'm just going to, you know, avoid it altogether. But avoiding a hard conversation isn't very loving either. 
So I want you to think of this question again that we showed uh, two weeks ago, but am I showing love in how I'm treating this person? Am I showing love in how I'm treating this person? Am I speaking up the right way? Am I speaking up the wrong way? Am I showing up the right way and it's about me being there for my friend or is it me being just showing how great I am? So just think about what you're about to do in, the, in your situations. That's good. So let's ask ourselves all of that that you just said, making sure that we're not putting ourselves in dicey situations. So let's get real for a little bit. What does this practically look like? How can we begin to put this in practice tonight, today, this minute, this week, this year? Um, if we're going to choose to be known by the way that we love other people, how do we do it? So I love Snapchat filters. Like, a good Snapchat filter makes me laugh. Like, I can play with Snapchat filters all day, especially when I put them on Simeon. Um, <laughs> they're even funnier. Uh, and I think most of us have used some kind of app, maybe, that where you can change the way you look or filter your face or something. And I want to challenge all of us to let love be our filter. So let love be the filter that we're looking at situations that we're using to approach people. Um, you know, you won't be known for love if the way you handle hard conversations and treat other people is not loving. So you'll be known by how you treat people. Um, I love the quote. Um, I can't remember who's, I think everyone claims it, but people won't remember how, what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. So how are you going to be remembered? You won't be known for love if you're going around hating people and just slashing them down. So when we help someone make a difficult choice, then they have been making, we do it even if it makes us feel totally awkward in the moment. So what exactly should using love as our filter look like? So the first thing would be let love be the filter for your involvement. When you aren't sure if you should get involved with friends or someone that you're in a relationship situation, ask yourself, what's the most loving thing I can do? So let love be your filter for your environment by asking yourself, what is the lo most loving thing in this situation that I can do? And this, this question will help you filter through your thought process of if you should get involved to begin with. Not every situation needs you to jump into it. Um, and maybe you need to talk to one of your tribe leaders or talk to your parents about something that, hey, this is what's happening with one of my friends um, or someone I go to school with or someone that lives in my neighborhood. What do you think? Should I get involved? This question provides a gut check before you even jump full force and see something. So the second thing would be, let love be the filter with your words. Ask yourself, how would I want someone to speak to me? And what would I want him or her to say? You see, when you filter your words through love, you'll stop and make sure you're not just throwing shade, but that you're saying something that will actually benefit the other person. You're not tearing them down just to tear them down. You're calling them out on something in love because you want to see them get better. Your words can spark hope or they can cast judgment. So let's make sure that we're using our words in a way that is sparking hope in people and ultimately showing them the love of Christ. And then the last thing is let love be the filter for your actions and reactions. This is one that I struggle with. Um, I sometimes am very quick to react and I have to remind myself I need to pause and ask myself the questions, how would I want someone to live out their love if I were in this same situation? How would I want 
someone to show me that I've done something wrong and love me through this situation if I were in it. I think a lot of things um, in life, if you just imagine yourself in that situation or you imagine someone you love in that situation, it kind of changes the way that you approach the situation. Mm -hmm. So let that be the last question that you ask yourself. How would I want someone to live out their love if I were in that situation? Would you want them to say hard things and follow those words up by accountability and continuous conversations to keep you on track? That's what I would love. Someone should just be honest and then not only be honest, but also commit to walking alongside me as I get better in the area. Um, Yeah. So when we let love be our filter, we wind up sharing the burdens of those who love. And I think that's such a sweet line that we wind up sharing the burdens of those that we love. Because that's exactly what Jesus did for us. Um, He shared our burdens. Like he knows everything that we're going through and we can turn to him and we can talk to him about it anytime we have any problems. Yeah, that's strong. Because we just get a little taste of what Jesus did. You know, we, we don't get to understand the power of what he did to the fullness of it. But we get a little taste of it and be like, hey, I, if I can do this for my friend, then that's going to be one of the strongest acts of love. But imagine how, how better our schools, our friendships, our families, how different they would be if we were more like we were filtering our involvement, our words, and how we show our love. How, how would that change? How would that change you? How would that change me? How would that change all of us? And if we just think, hey, let's let's love be our filter. Let's love be the one that changes people. Let's love be the one who changes me so I can help people that are hurting, that can help people that are in need, or just help a friend out. If we do it in love, then you're going to help a friend out through that. Because I know I learn the best when I can see people actually walk it out. Like, hey, you helped me through this tough situation, but I saw you like hurt this person the next day. Why, why did that happen? Instead, love on this person and then keep walking it out. Keep that direction. And sometimes you're going to be the one that needs help too. So constantly turning, constantly filtering what you say, constantly filtering the love and how you uh, appreciate people. That's good. That's solid right there. So this week, love someone. Let them know you love them. Ask yourself those tough questions. Let love be the filter with your involvement. Let love be your filter with your words. And let love be your filter with your actions or reactions. Because um, I think more than now, more than ever, now is the time to let people know that we care about them in love. Mm-hmm. Like more than posting something or going after someone people are lonely because people aren't seeing each other um and as things start to loosen up i'm so excited that we will get to be back in person with you guys so as we're planning things um we'll keep you in the loop on what's happening Mm -hmm. we loved having you guys tonight yes if you need anything let us know send us a dm you want to do a tribe moment sign up to do it let us know it's very short and sweet it doesn't even have to be two minutes long Uh, We just want to hear what God's doing in your life. And we hope to see all of you very soon. Yep. But until then, we miss you. We We love you. you. That's it. Hashtag okay, boomer. Hashtag (laughs) too blessed to be stressed. We'll see you guys next week. Love you. Peace. Bye.